Welcome. You've reached the Brothers Journey Show with your host and navigator, Brother Steve. The Brothers Journey is where we connect brother to brother, seeking wisdom and knowledge on our way to building understanding. Join the journey with Brother Steve. We will have real discussions and thought-provoking interviews on a wide range of topics for the purpose of creating a winning strategy. Together, we will work to sharpen our vision and encourage action for our kingdom assignments. Now, let's get it. Welcome, brothers, to the Brothers Journey Show. The signpost for today's episode asks the question, do you know what's going on? Subtopic, identity in crisis. As always, I'll start by giving honor to my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, loving wife, Rita, and you brothers for traveling along this journey. I thank you for your time and attention. A scripture reference comes Genesis 1, So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. To say we're suffering from an identity crisis is an understatement. You don't have to look far to see what I'm talking about. People today identify as almost anything. I was told that somewhere in this great country, they had to put a little box in a school because some of the students identified as furries or or cats or whatever. True or not, just give it enough time and sure enough, some confused person will want their liberties and demand something crazy like a litter box at school. So off the top of this episode, I pose the question, do you know what's going on? The Bible says that all men and women were created in God's image. Humankind was created to reflect some of God's attributes. You could look for your identity anywhere, but followers of Jesus are called to find their identity in him. A person can find their identities in a variety of places, you know, like their name, race, country of origin, your job, your religion, and so on. Identity is also a positive traits, but it can also be a negative trait as well. It's a combination of things that you do. It's your talent. It's your strength. It's your passion. It's, it's what you love. It's what you care about. So the goal should be to develop a positive identity for yourself so you can put in the work toward your potential as a human being. That would be the first level of crisis we are facing today. Of course, having people identify as something other than human is somewhat crazy, but as the old folks say, keep living. The obvious identity crisis is when men identifying as women and women identifying as men. I don't want to, I want you to think I'm some homophobic, homophobic brother out here bashing the alphabet people for how they identify, believe, or feel, or anything other label they choose to utilize. But the greatest challenge for men today, especially young men, is that they suffer from an identity crisis. They lack, they lack the nurturing influence of their father. An identity, it doesn't come from their environment not from their mother, it's the man who shapes the boy into a man. A man needs to be affirmed by a father in order to confirm his manhood. Brothers, you must understand you were made from the foundation of the earth. According to scripture, you were formed from the dust of the ground. 
when God put all of this in motion, he started with the man and then brought you a helpmate. Mankind have been dealing with situations since the introduction of sin into the world. We are witnessing people today take it to a whole nother level. The source of confusion should be the target. We know the author of lies and chaos, and the only way to defeat him is to recognize the power you possess when you call upon that great name, Jesus. Of course, simply calling Jesus may not be sufficient in some cases. The people that understand the power are not the ones who are suffering from the identity crisis. Those that are lost, we need some intervention, you know, must first come to realize the truth, and then that truth will set them free. I've done a little research in what would make males more feminine, for instance. All humans were born with biological characteristics of sex because you are either born male or female. Gender, however, is a social construct and generally based on the norms, behaviors, and societal roles expected of individuals based primarily on their sex. Today, we discuss gender identity, which describes a person's self-perceived gender, which could be male, female, or otherwise. In recent years, expanding the public understanding of gender gender has caused many to feel more comfortable in their own skin and live as the person they believe themselves to be. People who, whose gender identity corresponds to their biological sex may be referred to as cisgender. Transgender people have a gender identity that does not conform to the sex they were assigned at birth. And people whose gender identity feels neither masculine nor feminine may identify as non-binary, while those who feel no gender identity may refer to themselves as a gender. Brother, this is way, way, way too much, and we are truly in an identity crisis. Sexual dimorphism is a scientific term for physical differences between males and females of a species. Many extreme examples ex exist. For example, peacocks. Well, peaflock. Peacock is the male. You know, he, he outclasses the peahen, which is the female, you know, when as far as color and boisterism and things of that nature. While if you look at an angelfish, you know, the female angelfish is definitely more bigger and, you know, she's just a whole lot more than her male counterparts. And we know that to be true for, you know, for black widow spiders and things of that nature. Unlike those animals, though, men and women are more physically similar than, than they are different. Nonetheless, there are a few, distinct, a few distinctions in our physique. Of them are designed, you know, some of them are designed to suit, you know, each sex for the role it plays in reproduction, while others exist to help tell, you know, us apart, you know, male from male from female, and for that mutual attraction. But scientifically speaking, men and women are more alike than we are different. Somewhere in the early stage of development, the scientific genes are activated and the outcome is decided. One question I have is why mess with nature? I think a lot of what we are experiencing is because we left this tremendous void and now people are free to fill with anything they feel appropriate. 
Some will go so far as to say God made them this way. I think society has opened this box, and now you see it on or everywhere, TV commercials, and anywhere you look, you have this whole confused message. If a person was even the slightest bit curious, they now have an open pass to do whatever they feel. I believe living without some type of boundaries or limitations is not healthy. You have to know you can't have everything you want. In some cases, those things may be good, but not good for you. The word of God tells us in Romans 1, 27, 26 through 27, for this reason, God gave them up to dishonorable passions for their women exchanged natural relations for those that are contrary to nature. And the men likewise gave up natural relations with women and were consumed with passion for one another. Men committing shameless acts with men and receiving in them the due penalty for their error. Recognize God is, God calls it dishonorable passion, contrary to nature, shameless acts, and all of this will lead to a due penalty. Now, I don't want, I don't know about you, but that doesn't seem like God is okay with that lifestyle. There are many other places where it is called an abomination, which translate to disgust and hate. So the question I would ask, do you think a loving God would cause you to live a life that is disgusting and hateful? Another question I had a long time ago, if society keeps this up, where the babies going to come from? In the simplest form, we were created to be fruitful and multiply. Last time I checked, two same-sex people can't multiply. So don't get it twisted, even though the male is the foundation of society and the family and men and women were created equal with total different qualities that complement each other. Anyone in a minority position will have those in majority place any kind of tag they wish to define those considered inferior. In this case, history is clear that men of color have had their identity described based on many erroneous definitions. The man must regain his place in the family unit. Brothers, you are called to provide, protect, and to be present. We are experiencing an identity crisis. Brothers, do you feel people can change over time or do we become more of who we really are? Wisdom teaches you know better and now you can do better. I come to suggest your choices, if not approached properly, can cause challenges to your identity. When you learn to value your identity, you will not let a temporary lapse in judgment change who you are. To allow a stupid person to attempt to put you to put a label on you to change your identity will no longer cause you to act out of character. In other words, when you are secure in your identity, regardless of what they call you, it will not change you. I'm saying this, this is what I'm saying. I'm a full grown man. And for whatever reason, this racist person's decide to call me a nigger. The normal response would be to punch him in the mouth, but that would change my identity. I think people can change because of being conscious of the ability to change. I also think there's a process for changing. I mean, a lot of people are right brained and a lot of people are left brained. If you're a right brain, you, you're more visionary, creative, emotional, and you have more of a big picture mentality. Well, if you're a left brain, you're more analytical, 
more detail, more of a critical thinker, kind of an operations person. And so most people are either dominant right or dominant left. I think I'm dominant left. They don't operate with both of those, both of those brains. A lot of times, if you're a visionary, you are a big picture person, but you can't execute very well. If you're a visual, what you want, you, you can visualize what you want to do, but you can't make it happen. And then, if you're a left brain person, you're focusing on operational lines. You can you can stay in the details, but you have no big picture, and you can't get out of that rut. Some say it's paralysis by analysis. So the genius is when you can put the right brain and the left brain so you can basically get a whole brain, which allows you now to understand how to get things done, which to me is most important when you're trying to figure out who you want to become and who you are and how you're actually going to self-actualize what your potential is. Brother, I hope I was able to share a little bit about what I believe is going on. We are surely in an identity crisis. If you are blessed with a good woman who thinks totally different, count that as a blessing. I know it's frustrating, and if your relationship is anything like mine, it has caused a few little arguments. Truth be told, that other way of thinking has been beneficial to our lives, to my life. I'm working on embracing the differences, embracing the different. Truth be told, that other way of thinking has been beneficial to my life. I'm working on embracing the differences, and I'm also saving myself a lot of mental stress by not trying to figure it out. I understand there are some situations we are not going to see things the same way. So looking at this next generation of brothers, who have access to so much information, good and bad, they're definitely in need of a good foundation. Because of the choices we made, our ability to provide that foundation has been challenged. I was talking to a young man recently, and he was sharing his story, and you know, I could see the hurt caused by his absent father. His pain was even greater because of the trauma he experienced as a little boy. Brothers, if you are struggling with something from your past, do yourself, your family a favor, and seek some help. You really must talk it out. Being able to talk and open up about your feelings will allow you to understand how to listen when you ask your children how they are feeling, especially our young men. The main purpose for this episode is to pose the question, do you know what's going on? The answer, my brothers, is one each one of us must seek for ourselves. But I think at the basic level, it's an all-out attack on manhood. If you take out the head, the body is useless. Brothers, as head of your house, you've got to be on point and prepared for those attacks. I think of it like this. If your son struggles with his identity, how effective will he be in providing identification for his children? And before you know it, they're all lost. But please don't forget how powerful your words are, especially to your son. You'll probably never know just how much a simple I love you, son, would mean to that young man. All right, my brothers, we're going to bring this episode to a close. We will continue the journey forward and hang on for the ride to the next level. I pray you feel the love of the Father. 
In closing, I want to encourage you to stay tuned to yourself, your loved ones, and especially God. This is Brother Steve encouraging you to ask for wisdom, seek knowledge, and build understanding. Thank you for your time and attention. Until next time, peace. Thank you for listening to the Brother's Journey Show with your host and navigator, Brother Steve. I hope you were inspired and encouraged to put in the work for next level living. Stay tuned for the next episode where we will continue the journey. Tell your homeboys to join the journey to the next level. Until next time, peace, love, and blessings. Brother Steve.